0: Hello everyone, this is Stephen Strang and welcome to my podcast. Donald J. Trump may be the most covered president in history. This is partly due to the way he dominates the news cycle with his tweets and larger-than-life personality. The fake news media hate him, yet they report his every move. On top of the news coverage, he uses Twitter to accomplish his agenda. Everyone seems to know what Donald Trump is thinking, or do we? As the election looms, I have filled my new book, God Trump and the 2020 Election, with tens of thousands of words of my opinion and those of several dozen news sources. I've tried to be objective, although it's clear how much I respect the president and believe he's doing a good job and must be reelected. But what the president believes is important as we approach the next election. What does he think about the issues that will affect not only the United States, but the world, and also your life and mine? There's only one way to know. To find out what he thinks, we must look at what he has said. I interviewed the president during his campaign in 2016, as I have interviewed a number of presidential candidates, governors, and other politicians in my 45-year media career. But interviewing Donald Trump in the midst of his unlikely campaign was markedly different. With Trump, what you see on television is not what you get behind the scenes. The Republican nominee demonstrated a humility that we don't see in the liberal media sound bites. He is still a straight shooter, but his sincerity is far more striking than I would have expected. I asked the kind of questions I thought most of my readers would want to ask. His answers revealed a confident, determined man who is truly committed to making America great again through principles that honor God rather than defy him. This election is one of the most important in history. And the best way to understand the issues addressed in my book is to hear Trump in his own words. And I devote an entire chapter to this in God Trump in the 2020 election. If my interview in 2016 wasn't a foreshadowing of the president that we would see in the next four years, we got to know him in the tweets he sent out an average of 16 a day. I called through his tweets, which are considered professional pronouncements from the President of the United States, to show what he says about several important topics. I am letting Donald Trump speak for himself. For example, on the subject of his love for the American people, he said, I don't want to win for myself. I only want to win for the people. He said that on Twitter on August 28, 2019 on the subject of keeping his promises. He said on Twitter in June of 2019, together we are breaking the most sacred rule in Washington politics. We are keeping our promises to the American people because my only special interest is you, all capitals. On the subject of creating jobs, he tweeted, big news. As I promised two weeks ago, the first shipments of LNG have just left the Cameron LNG Export Facility in Louisiana. Not only have thousands of jobs been created in the USA, we're shipping freedom and opportunity abroad. That was on June 2, 2019. On the subject of moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem, he tweeted in May of 2019, today marks the one-year anniversary of the opening of the United States Embassy in Jerusalem, Israel. Our beautiful embassy stands as a proud reminder of our strong relationship with Israel and the importance of keeping a promise and standing for the truth. On the subject of supporting farmers, he tweeted on December 17, 2018, Today I am making good on my promise to defend our farmers and ranchers from the unjustified trade retaliation by foreign nations. I have authorized Secretary Perdue to implement the second round of market facilitation payments. Our economy is stronger than ever. We stand with our farmers! Exclamation. On the Supreme Court, he tweeted, The Supreme Court is one of the main reasons I got elected president. I hope Republican voters and others are watching and studying the Democratic playbook. That was in September of 2018. On immigration and the wall, he tweeted June 21st, 2018. My administration is acting swiftly to address the illegal immigration crisis on the southern border. Loopholes in our immigration laws, all supported by extremist open border Democrats. And that's what they are. They're extremist open border Democrats. On protecting America, he tweeted on August 19th, 2019. Democrats want open borders and crime, so serious for our country, but we are building a big, beautiful new wall. I will protect America, and the Dems don't know where to start. Regarding criticism from the media, he tweeted in August of 2019, the question I was asked most today by fellow world leaders who think the USA is doing so well and is stronger than ever before happened to be, Mr. President, Why does American media hate your country so much? Why are they rooting for you to fail? On Building a Strong Economy, he tweeted in April of 2019, In the old days, if you were president and you had a good economy, you were basically immune from criticism. Remember, it's the economy, stupid. Today I have as president perhaps the greatest economy in history and the mainstream media, it seems, that means nothing, but it will. Regarding the black vote, this was on September 30th of 2018, he tweeted, so if African-American unemployment is now at the lowest number in history, medium income, the highest, and then you add all the other things I have done, how do Democrats who have done nothing for African-Americans but talk win the black vote? And it will only get better. Regarding religious persecution, he tweeted on January 29th, 2017, Christians in the Middle East have been executed in large numbers. We cannot allow this horror to continue. He tweeted about praying for the nation on May 2nd, the National Day of Prayer, in 2019. On this day of prayer, we once again place our hopes in the hands of our Creator. We give thanks for this wondrous land of liberty, and we pray that this nation, our home, these United States— will forever be strengthened by the goodness and the grace and the eternal glory of God. And about how he is tenacious in the face of adversity, he tweeted July 17, 2014, Adversity is a fact of life. Be bigger than the problems. Be ready to fight for your rights and all will be well. Trump never gives up. To that I would add that millions of words have been written about this president and I've written a few thousand of them myself, but rarely is a spiritual dimension mentioned. Though it is the most important dimension of all, the secular community doesn't understand it and many Christians are oblivious to what God is saying. Let me add another thought that it's why I wrote this book. There are many good books on Donald Trump and a few that are disasters, but. Even the positive books do not talk about the spiritual dimension as I just mentioned. And several books that have come out have been exposés of various kinds. I believe that my book is an exposé of what's happening in the spiritual realm. A lot of people don't understand it. Some people seem not to care. Even some Christians are more nonchalant than I would want. I'm hoping that my book and the way that I put together what's at risk in this election, what Donald Trump is like as a person from which this podcast was pulled. And also the last section, understanding the spiritual dimension. I hope all those things will help the reader to understand what's going on, will see God's hand on this president and will be motivated to not only vote for him in November of 2020, but to encourage others to do the same. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Be sure to tune in again and find out more about what is happening in our country from a spiritual perspective and also what is happening in this election and what's at stake. I'm Stephen Strang. God bless you.